Ah! Well, that felt good. Damn. So, uh, hi! And, uh, welcome to another quality podcast from Tech Brews Games. My name is Gage, and I'm your host tonight because Robert has, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, COVID, supposedly. Um, I don't know if he's just trying to get away from me or, or what the deal is, but I'm here and I have a special guest with me tonight. And uh, it is once again my sister who is uh, from Florida and Great she is age. in Florida. She was here for like 10 days, but we didn't record an episode with she was here. So now she's recording live from Tampa, Florida. Bailey, why don't you tell us about the weather in Tampa and uh, how what it's like down there right now? Oh, well, it is currently 77 degrees and humid as all hell because it rained for half the day today. Mm. We lost power for like an hour because Good. it was lightning. Good. So your your typical Florida disgusto barfo-ness, nice. I guess. Well, it's uh-huh. 80 It's eighty here in Denver. It Dang. didn't rain today uh, or yesterday, but we got a lot of rain when you were still here. That was on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Which is very uncommon here to have a whole rainy day like that, and it was fantastic. You're welcome for bringing the rain. Yes, yes. I guess. Um, well, welcome. Welcome to the show. Uh, as usual, we're just kind of winging it here because we just uh, don't have time anymore. You know, to... I don't know. Robert and I are busy, and we never have time to you know, come up with ideas to talk about, so we just kind of wing it, so you're getting roped into this now because Robert's sick. Hopefully he'll be back next week uh, if he's still alive. We'll see about that. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it's, it. It's fun. Life um, gets busy. Bailey's still using her wonderful uh, 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 video camera, webcam, that is at like a uh, 140p resolution, we'll say. I think that's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's say 140. Yeah. yeah. I'd say so. I mean, it's it's it literally says I home on it and I have had that since I was in college, mm-hmm. which was in like 2008 to 2011, so it's a it's a classic. It, it you know, it's bad enough that like when you're talking, I can't like really see your mouth like the movements. It just like is like <laughs> like obviously people listening can't see this, but I'm I'm doing an imitation where like her mouth is just like And it just looks hilarious, and like when her head moves, it, it it literally looks like it's frozen all the time. I mean, we all know what that looks like, um, and obviously we both have stable internet connections, but uh, her webcam isn't quite up to snuff. So it's, I, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's an antique, mm-hmm. and I'm keeping it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, not to ruin any surprises, but your Christmas present this year is going to be a new webcam. <laughs> no, I won't do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> a I mean, webcam that I, you use like you know twice a year <laughs> eh, it maybe would actually get used for i mean but if you think about it like when we play switch sports yeah it would be nice to have a webcam for that because right now we just use the big uh chungus laptop webcam mm-hmm. and that one isn't isn't so hot either so it might get used sure probably would get used i like that okay well maybe maybe but uh nice well, uh, obviously, every episode we usually ask each other uh, what we're drinking uh, for the podcast. So I have to ask you, what are you drinking tonight? Very exciting! I am drinking a Dr Pepper Cherry Zero mm. Sugar. Very Classic. exciting! I'm not surprised. Nope. Good. Good. And and you are drinking? I have a uh, mint julep. 
Mm. I'm classy tonight. Is that with your syrup stuff you it made? It is my mint, my mint syrup that I make myself. You see? And it was funny while I was out there. I am oh. not a whiskey bourbon dark liquor fan and so you can't call whiskey dark bourbon whatever whatever any dark liquor like anything that has color i don't like it i don't like it and so as you know you just gave me a shot glass of your syrup (laughs) the mint sugary syrupness and it was it was delicious so i can attest to that part of it it's very well it is good uh, yeah, so instead of, I mean, I'm sure people listening know, but mint julep, generally, you have sugar and um, mint, you muddle it, and then you add whiskey to it, and that's pretty much it. I have made a syrup, uh, uh, so it's two parts sugar, one part water, and then a whole bunch of mint, and that's pretty much it, and it's delicious, and it really does, like mm-hmm. Bailey said, it tastes outstanding when you just taste it, even without the whiskey, but at least for me, it tastes a lot better with the whiskey. Nah, just syrup. Straight sugary goodness. I've thought diabetes. about, like, can I use this, like, on waffles? <laughs> I don't see why not. I mean, it'd be like putting sugar on anything, so just with yeah. a hint of mint. We got a waffle maker, you know, recently, a couple weeks ago, that Kat got when she was leaving her work. She get, Well, it was for her... <laughs> Her work gives out, like, gifts or whatever you get to choose when you reach, like, a five-year thing. So she reached a five-year anniversary at her work, and her gift was a waffle maker that retails at, like, $30. <laughs> but, uh, so we've been on a waffle gig. We've been making a lot of waffles, and it's been it- great. And, and, and it's funny, with those waffle makers, you can cook the waffles, and then, like, the next day, like, if you have leftovers, you know, cook the waffles, put them in the fridge. You just pop them in the toaster like you would, like, an Eggo, and they come out perfect. Like, nice and crispy. So, yeah, you can make them for, like, the whole week if you really wanted to. Wow. And does the waffle maker work well? Like, you know, sometimes the ones you get from companies eh, are horrendous. but It's not bad. Like, it's huge. So, it makes, like, four <laughs> square waffles that are, like, you know, if this is, like, your Eggo... It, yeah. the this it's probably twice the size of an ego and it makes four of those jeez so it's like one more thing to take up space but it's killer it really is fat yeah. waffles yes that so, sounds enjoyable the waffles have been nice um we were going to talk since robert's not here we'll just have this conversation with you on last week's episode <clears throat> robert was going to vegas and I was going to Blackhawk. Obviously, you went to Blackhawk with me, and or I went yeah. with you, or whatever that was. Um, so we, you know, we placed bets, our thoughts on what we were going to make. So Robert, for his time in Vegas, I guessed he was going to lose a hundred and eighty dollars. Uh, Robert guessed he was going to win a hundred dollars. So that was for Robert's trip in Vegas, for my Blackhawk trip, I guessed uh, I was gonna win nine hundred dollars <laughs> and robert guessed i was gonna lose a hundred dollars so um obviously i don't know how robert did because he's sick uh obviously he won something he won uh covid um Hooray. so yay but let's ask this bailey when was you hadn't been up to blackhawk you hadn't been gambling in a few years right since you lived out here yeah Correct. it had yeah it had been since like ooh. 2018 okay so four years Mm -hmm. yeah yeah okay now would you consider yourself a gambler not specifically no like i i I, i'm not a consistent one whatsoever 
Okay. But when I go, I'll gamble. Now, when you gamble, are you a table game person? Are you a slot machine person? Are you know? Do you, what's your favorite thing to do there? Well, I don't like people. Uh, right. So I like the slot machines or um, like the automated roulette where you can sit in your own little bubble with your own little screen sure. and, and just do it all like that. But no, I'm, I am much more of a low betting person, so okay. I will lose my money slowly in okay. single <laughs> Make it dollars. Last for the night, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Okay. Um, but you don't have a favorite. Do you have a favorite table game? Is it roulette when you can do it like the digital roulette? Or yeah. where the dude's up on the, kind of up on that stage. Yeah, spinning the and, one. Yeah. Right. And then it goes to the screens and you can all bet individually. And I don't know if that was something uh, from COVID or, you know, if that was, you know, it was, uh, before that. It was before. I remember it in 2018 at the Ameristar there. So they've always kind of had it. So I do. That would be my favorite table game. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, I like that too. And and like you said, it is kind of fun. They do have, so for anybody wondering, basically there's like a guy in the middle and it's surrounded by like computer screens, you could say. Like it's where you're betting. And he's up at the table up top and he's spinning and doing, you know, playing the game, doing the ball. You place your bets and, you know, you don't have to be at the table. There's no other human interaction. Now, some of the guys running the table and stuff, they're really into it. They're, like, very, like, hey, yeah, nice job. Like, you know, you won, like, five bucks, whatever that is. It's a $5 minimum. So you win 10 bucks, let's say. You put five on black. It hit on black. And they're like, wow, awesome. That's Good so job. great. Whoa. And granted, they're working for tips up there. So I, I get it. But it's like, you know. I it's won hilarious. ten bucks, guy. Calm down. Right, I've won ten dollars. <laughs> I just and lost, lost forty. Right. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> so it is. It is. They kind of make it a little uncomfortable with that, especially when there's less people. Because we were all playing. Me, you, uh, your husband, and my roommate. We were all kind of playing, and we were kind of the only ones playing for a little while. So the guy's attention was like fully on us. And a little awkward. Yeah, it was a little awkward for sure. I mean, it was still fun. <laughs> Uh, I, that's the only really table game I played that night. And I think I walked away. I won like 10 bucks on it or whatever, maybe 20. Yeah. It's simple. Yeah. Keeps it nice. So, um, obviously then there's a lot of slot machines up there. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) there is one slot machine. And I don't remember if I talked about this last week because for whatever reason, I cannot like, remember what we talk about on this podcast. Like, when I talk with Robert about something, the next week I'm like, did we talk Did we talk about this? But anyway, there is this one um, slot machine, and it's called, like, Dancing Drums. Yeah, I think, Dancing right? Drums. Um, there's also another version called, like, 88 Fortunes. Um, and then Drums of like, Prosperity, I think, Drums is another. Drums of Prosperity, mm-hmm. right, right, right. And they're all pretty similar with some, you know, minor differences. Um I have a picture we found, and I'd never seen one before. We found this giant one that's like the screen is literally like, I don't know, eight feet tall, you know? And um, so it was called Dancing Drums Explosion. And like all the prizes are double. Anyway, the the whole like point of the game is (laughs) you get bonus games when you like get three drums in a row, but there's this pot that you're trying to fill up with coins. So... 
you know, you spin the wheel or the, the real spin, whatever, when you get the little symbols, it fills the pot up. When the pot's full, it closes, and that's where you get to, like, the... You match three things, and whatever you match is what you win from the jackpots. You got, like, a mini... I think it's called a mini jackpot. Minor. And then you have a minor, a major, and a grand jackpot. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, that's how they get you, get your money, is because you want to keep playing because you see that big grand prize for... This one, the big Mondo one, was like 300 grand, I think. I took a picture oh. of it. So, $357,000 was the grand prize. Oh, no, wait. That was the explosion prize. The grand prize was 12. Still. So, anyway, you know, obviously that's the whole point of the game. That's how they get your money is you're going to keep trying to get that that pot closed. And sometimes you sit down and like within just a few it closes. And then you're like right into the mini game. You win, you know, a minimum of like 10 bucks on the big, big game like we were just talking about. You win. It was like 20 bucks. Um, sometimes... It's bullshit. The pot just doesn't want to close. <laughs> so Bailey knows more about this. I figured I she do. could explain uh, this wonderful game, and we've been affectionately calling it Pol Pot after the uh, Cambodian dictator that killed several million people. Uh, so we call it Pol Pot now. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, why don't you uh, why don't you tell us about your experience? So I mean, you were the one that sort of showed these, and every casino has them somewhere whatever else and yep. they all kind of give uh you know different areas or anything else and this was at the monarch um which is like the new casino in blackhawk it's super nice and everything else but there was a row of like three or four of these uh pull pot machines and we had all sat down including you know kind of family first members off that- i don't mean to interrupt there was we did find the one with like three or four we found a bank of them like 10 or 15 oh, in yeah. a row by the escalators and we wanted to get in there but like they seem to be pretty popular games. Oh, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, so we couldn't get in the big bank, so then we got into, like, the group of four or whatever, and I think, what was it? Dad sat at one, your roommate sat at the other, and then I was sitting at one. And the the other two, like, all the pots were the same level of full, which was annoying. Right. And dad and your roommate both hit like the drums because you want to hit the drums because you hit the free spins and then that's how you get the money they like immediately hit those multiple times and by this time i had shoved like 80 freaking dollars in that stupid machine (laughs) and had gotten nothing no drums no pot closing nothing else and so at this point where they get you is i was pissed off at it and i'm like okay i've shoved this much money i'm going to keep working at it and I ended up losing like a hundred and sixty dollars mm-hmm. in that machine. On that I never one machine. One machine. And the other two, like after Dad and your roommate got done, um, different people sat down and their pots closed. They yep. got drums. Like it was a multiple thing, and I still had yeah, that, gotten nothing. That one lady kept winning on that far yes. one. Yeah. Yeah, she won like four hundred dollars at one point, and I still had gotten nothing. And so finally, after losing like my two hundred dollars or whatever, I was like, okay, right. this, I'm done. And so I walked away and then dad sat down because he was like, no, mm-hmm. this this has to close. And then he lost, I think, like 30 bucks. Yep. Still nothing. The other machines are still going. And then we had all just kind of watched because these lovely other gentlemen, they were, you know, they were Mexicans. They were next to us, there. yeah. Yep. 
sitting there. They were watching, and they had, I think, the same idea. Like, oh, they've put all this money in. I'm going to do it. (laughs) So the first guy dumps, like, a 100 bucks into it, and then he's like, okay, screw this. I'm done, too. And then his friend shoved 500 freaking dollars in that machine. And we sat there for, what, like, 10 minutes and just watched him lose it all. Yeah, he was down to, like... I think like one, one high one yeah, hundred. I think something. right below two hundred, maybe, and then that's finally when we like left. Yeah, because it was just sort of like I can't watch this anymore. Mm-hmm. He just yeah. kept hitting, 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 and that machine nothing gave no. nothing. And so then I was done with pole pot. Yeah, <laughs> because it was. But it's addicting. You sit there and you see that pot, and you're like, well, if I just do a little more, then maybe I can win. You know, the the miner and get forty dollars, and then sure. before you know it, two hundred dollars is gone. And you're like, well shit okay pull pot <laughs> it does and it goes quick i put so in between so dad went and then that first other guy went and did it for mm-hmm. a while and then he walked away and then i put 50 dollars in and i was doing max bet which was almost 10 dollars. you know it was like eight dollars and something and i did that and lost my 50 bucks like instantly and then that's when the 500 guy got on it and lost <sighs> it all but see yeah. i don't yeah, it was unbelievably frustrating. But like I said, then the other two were great. And like I'd played the pole pot at the Ameristar and mm-hmm. had done decently on it. So I guess I just got a bad machine. But they get you with all the animations and the oh, sounds. Yeah. And then before you know it, it's been five minutes and all your money's gone. And you're like, well, okay. <laughs> and we <laughs> got, I got everybody playing that game. Because like, that was did. like the first machine. Like dad was in on it. He won some money right away. And like we were all winning money on pole pot. And yes. So, you know, Kat won a bunch of money on it. She mm-hmm. won like 200 bucks. And then I ended up winning money on that last machine. And it was, you know, like, a you know, I, I, I put in 20 bucks or something or 50 bucks and it turned it into like 190 on that one. And then I walked away. Um, so, you know, grand total for our bet or whatever. I know I said I wanted to win $900. I did walk away with uh, $90. So, Woo. you know, yeah, I still won. Um, how did you fare overall? Uh, so, not good. I, <laughs> I lost 150 uh, which wasn't terrible. What saved me is, like, the last game I played with my last, like, $30 mm-hmm. is I found this cheapo magical mermaid, like, old-ass <laughs> slot game. And I, I won. Right. I won money off of it. So my right. $30 turned into 50 and then I was like, okay, I'm done. Sweet. So, nice. Yep. And then my husband lost uh, 200 Yep. So, yeah, we were the big winners. Yeah. Yeah, the big winners. And then our parents were there, obviously, and they both lost money i don't remember what they had yeah, said they lost not as much it i think they both lost like 75 each so right. they weren't so it as wasn't bad, quite no. as drastic no um, we went there i know yeah so cat was the roommate was the big winner she won like almost 200 bucks i mm-hmm. think yeah and i won like, like 90 and then everybody else lost and i think yeah. we did the math or whatever in total we lost like a hundred and 75 bucks, 200 something. bucks, something like that. Yeah. You're so, welcome for that. Yeah. <laughs> did not. We did not do well. I know like my husband, he played, he was playing blackjack. Right. And that was where the dealer odds were like 76%. So right, I remember right, he right. sat down there for like 15 minutes and came back. He was like, I lost all my money. I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, you always think to yourself, you're like, oh, I can get it back. I can get it back. I can get it back. Nope. I can get it. I can get it back. I can get it. 
back, and then you don't Magic have any more mermaid. money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sorry so, for that. Like, and I don't know. But, sometimes it's kind of fun to play the slot machines where you can find those ones where the, it's like ten cents a pull, and it's just you're just killing time at that point. And then every once in a while you might hit something, but uh, yeah, yeah. It's not it's, too fun when you're losing money. Yeah, it, I mean the whole thing was still fun. I go up there with money to lose, which I guess sure. is why I'm. I don't know. I don't have an addiction or anything, but it was still yeah. it was still totally worth it to see everything. And you know, the new Monarch Casino was sweet. It's really nice. Yeah, if you live in Colorado or whatever, it's definitely worth going mm-hmm. up and checking it out. Yeah, I feel like their machines are like we'd mentioned there. They're tighter. They don't pay out mm-hmm. as well. They're not as much winning going on there. Uh, Got to pay the bills, I guess. Yeah. Like we're compared to like the Ameristar and in the Lodge a little bit. Like they seem to be. A little bit more giving. Yeah, looser, I guess you would mm-hmm. say, where you kind of win more. Yeah, because so. one stupid Pol Pot machine was at the Monarch, so. <laughs> and you know what? Yeah. You know, we talked about them when we were there. There were like three of them, and the two on the left, they both had these lights on the side of it, and they were on. Mm-hmm. The one you kept betting on, and everybody was betting on, the lights on the sides weren't on. So it's like, yeah. is this thing rigged or what? What is this? Right. What is this? Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I like the Ameristar. I'll keep going back there. It yeah. has a nice nice feel, and you lose track of time. And Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yes, I like so, Blackhawk. Yeah, me too. Well, we'll have to fun go trip. again. We'll yes. drag Robert up there, too, so he can lose more money. Yes. Yeah, no. <laughs> Make other people suffer Pol Pot. <laughs> Ugh. Well, so he, he did. I told him about it. I can't remember if I told him on the last episode or not, or if it was after the episode or what, but I did tell him about it. Like, bro, there's this machine I always went on, and, like, I sent him a picture, and he ended up, like, calling me when we were at the casino still up there, and he's like, dude, I lost, like, a hundred fucking dollars already. What is this? And I'm like, I swear, it's great, man. It's great. (laughs) It's okay. Oh, God. So, I don't think he fared well on it, but... I still like uh, it. <laughs> so you are its favorite. You are the chosen. I think so. Pot. <laughs> like, it's just like this feeling, like, and it doesn't matter where I am, what country I'm in. Like, I've played it in Turks and Caicos. I've played it on a cruise ship in international waters, and I've played it here. And I have won every single time I play Pol Pot. So like, I'm just like drawn to that machine so bad now that I'm just like I walk in and I'm like. Where's that fucking Pol Pot machine? And then I just go sit at it, you know? And then, like, we go play something else for a while, and I'm just, like, sitting there itching to go play Pol Pot. The coins, the coins must close the pot. It's, it is addicting. I will say, after we played it that couple times, that's what I was looking for in every single one. Right. So. Well, and then I told you that the next night or that night, I was having dreams that I was playing it. And it's, like, that's when you know it's, like, bad, that, like, you're laying there, like, in bed, and, like, you wake up, and you're, like... Damn it, I gotta play that some more. And like it's a good thing Blackhawk is not close to Denver or not like a quick drive because I would be up there every day. Playing Pol Pot. <laughs> playing Pol Pot. Dreams, but geez, between Pol Pot dreams and ghosty game dreams, you're just full of game dreams. Yeah, I don't get a whole lot of sleep anymore. No. <laughs> it's a sacrifice willing to make. Well, when you got home, you got home from uh, Denver here on tu- Tuesday night, Tuesday. right? So two days ago. Yeah. You had 16th. a nice surprise. I did. Yes. I did. So why don't you yes, tell about you. the wonderful surprise you had when you got back from Denver? 
Wonderful surprise. So I, I guess I don't think it's ever been mentioned before on any of the few times I've been on here. So we have an assortment of animals, I guess. We have uh, three bunnies. And then the unique one is we have a tarantula. Um, she's a Chilean rose-haired tarantula. Her name is Rosie. Super creative, I know. And she is 12 or 13 years old. Um, they live on average, because supposedly a female, she should live to be about 30. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rosie came into the relationship because she belonged to my husband for years before uh, we started dating and everything else. So I really didn't know much about them. But I we came home and I check on her. She has like a little enclosure. She's got a little... You know, like a, I don't want to call it an aquarium tank. I, don't, I can't think of the damn a word. Terrarium. Terrarium. There we go. Mm-hmm. With her little dirt, and she has a little bamboo tree, a little fake one, and then this log, like a half log that she sits under. And before we had left, she was acting a little funny because tarantulas are notoriously like they're lazy as fuck. Lazy animals. They don't move right. a lot. Um, and she had been really, really active, which typically indicates that she's hungry. Mm-hmm. And so we had fed her a cricket, but she didn't want it, which was weird. And then we left. And so I was sort of worried about her. So we come home. I look in there and I look in the log and I see like she is smashed up between the log and the glass in like this weird position that's not normal for her with her like her front legs up and there's some webbing in there. And my immediate thought, because this has happened before, is <laughs> shit, she's dead. Like she's dead in here. I don't know. So I walk to the other side and it looks funny. Like she's facing the glass and you can see like her fangs, but she's funny colored. And so I start panicking and I start yelling for my husband. I'm like, something's wrong. And I turn on my flashlight and I see there are two rosies. (laughs) And it took my brain a hot minute to realize what had happened. But what a lot of people don't know is spiders molt. Where basically, right. as as they need to, as they get bigger, they just shed their whole selves. And what's different about spiders is on like a snake skin or something like that, the molting looks like a whole nother spider. Like the hair is there, the legs are there. She even loses her fangs and gets new ones. So the carcass thing looks like another rosy, but she was actually buried in the dirt under her log um, because when they molt, she becomes very sensitive. Like they lose all their hair and she's just a shiny little weak ball of (laughs) nothing. Of anger. Of anger and pissed offness. And so it, it was sort of a surprise because spiders aren't supposed to do that past like year eight like they're supposed to be done growing and now this is this was sort of a a major surprise so i know i sent a picture to you guys Mm -hmm. because it's sort of horrifying at like 10 30 at night yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so like i go to bed usually at like nine (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah so i figured it'd be a good one for him to roll over and look at but yeah it looks it's creepy it's kind of creepy as fuck looking if you don't i don't like it at all i won't even zoom in on the picture because i don't like it she lab she lab and so we have to leave her alone for at least like two weeks until she sort of hardens back up and then we're gonna have to the worst part is we have to go in there and retrieve the carcass molting thing (laughs) and either dispose of it or hide it in someone's bag frame it or something like you know how people have like a you know butterflies bugs whatever where they're pinned could you do that and do like a, a a shadow box with that Oh, we probably totally could. Because that'd in- be pretty sweet. That would be. I'd have to have Anthony do it because I don't think I could touch it because it freaked me out. I don't know. We'll have to see. Because it also depends. I don't know how movable they are because like the last time she molted, which was back in like 
2017, mm-hmm. she molted more flat. And that one would have, now that I think about it, would have been great to put in a shadow box. But this one is sort of like contorted. So I don't know oh. if we try to bend it, if like it'll break. It's going to break I, apart, yeah. I haven't necessarily played with too many tarantula molting carcasses. So sure. I, don't, I don't really know. But Well, just a thought, you know, to be a good home cool. decoration. We were talking about your new... Um, TV center kind of thing that oh, you yeah. had, and uh, oh, yeah, you, people you had over. that blank picture frame in that picture that I'm looking at here, and that'd be a oh, good spot for it right there. Just stick it. <laughs> What's that? Oh, oh well, <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you about what tarantulas do because <laughs> it's not common knowledge and it's horrifying. But yeah, like there's if you're ever curious, there's videos on YouTube and they literally like wiggle themselves out of what was their old like mouth hole. It's <sighs> it is it's uh it's a thing. But this is the second time it's happened where I thought she was dead cuz like back in Colorado she molted and I had no idea they did it at the time. At least this time I kind of was right. aware of the process and I just remember I was panicking. Because the husband wasn't home and I was calling him like, your spider is dead. It's it's over. What do I need to do? And then he came home and was like, no, you idiot. She molted. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> Spiders do what? So she's growing. She's gotten bigger somehow. I I, it's it's I so weird to think that like, you know, they could take a cricket. Like, how often do you feed her? Once a month? Yeah, if she's hungry once a month. But she'll go periods like easily six months pretty commonly where she just doesn't want anything. Right. So they take one cricket mm-hmm. a month, maybe let's just say an average of five a year, yeah, something like that, right? And they can like grow a whole new body basically off of a yep. cricket and yes. some water. <laughs> cricket and distilled water, and that is all she needs. She's the easiest pet in the whole world. Yeah, and I, I don't, I don't. Yeah, it's even weird, like the new fangs and everything else. I mean, it's kind of creepy, but like imagine yourself growing a new you with new teeth Ugh. and everything. Like it's, 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 uh, I mean, I'm sure some people wouldn't mind getting new teeth. Yeah. <laughs> you know, okay. I can't say like coming out like baby fresh, like, oh, I'm ready, ready for the. All your freckles are gone. <laughs> Have all your hair back. <laughs> new teeth without cavities. It'd be pretty cool. But it would it's be. just. It's just weird because then, yeah, like for until she hardens back up, it's crazy because you have to be so careful with them. Because even like if we were to put a cricket in there now and the cricket bit her, it could kill mm-hmm. her. Right. It's weird. So, yeah, she's just an angry little shiny ball of Jeez. pissed offness right now. Huh. Well, good mm-hmm. for her. And yeah, yeah, the picture is. I just looked at it again and it, it, it's not as bad as it was that night, but it, uh, yeah, it's disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she lob. Well, if you can get a picture of, I want to see what she looks like now that she's all clean and weird right? looking. But I if hope she's she all comes. buried. Yeah, hopefully, if she comes out of her log, maybe yeah, she's she tends to hunker down because she had been digging holes before, and so really? she had like half barricaded her little log with dirt, and we were like, the "Fuck, are you doing?" <laughs> um, but now it makes sense because she wanted to keep herself sort of safe. But yeah, she I don't know. Have you seen, do you, well, I know you've seen it. Do you remember that YouTube video with the spider that buries itself? Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like, I can't remember what it's titled. Ha, 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 ha. Just, yeah, it does like the French voice or right. whatever. So anybody who's listening or whatever, go to YouTube and just type in like spider burying itself. And it's just this big spider. And <laughs> the guy like does a voiceover of it, obviously. And he's like, oh, I'm going to hide over here. Now I'm going to go over here. 
oh, no, I'm going to go here, and then I'm going to flatten myself. I'm going to flatten myself. And then, like, as he's, like, covering his body with dirt, and he's like, ha, 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 ha. And it's hilarious. <laughs> and, I mean, this is, like, old YouTube, like, 10, 15 years ago. And, uh, yeah, it's outrageously funny. <laughs> and yeah. I think about it, like, every once in a while, and I'm like, oh, I got to look that up. <laughs> it was classic. It was classic. It's worth a laugh, like, every time I watch it. Oh, yeah. And then the spider does a good job burying itself, too. So Right. Yeah. You see, now I'm going to have to go look that up once we're done. Yeah. Okay. Moving on from uh, spiders and gambling and stuff. Um, So we both have, jump into the topic of computers. We both have the Samsung ultra-wide monitors. You have a newer one than I do, um, Mm -hmm. but they're both the 49-inch ultra-wides, which is literally two 27-inch monitors smashed together. Yes. Um, So anyway, they're great. You like yours, right? Oh, I love it. I don't know how it's, what I did without it. It's beautiful. It, it's the best, right? Yes. So Samsung has a new monitor, right? Oh, God. It's called the Samsung Odyssey Arc 4K. It is <laughs> 55 inches. Jesus. Okay, hold on. Let me uh, share my screen so you can see this. Uh, what the heck just happened? Uh, da, 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 Discord. Okay. So check this out. So we're talking Ooh. about Samsung Odyssey Arc. It's a 55-inch TV. You can see it, right? Yeah, I can see it. Computer monitor, sorry. It's 4K. It's got a one millisecond um, response time. And it is a curved gaming monitor, 165 hertz. Both of our monitors, I think, are 144 hertz. Yeah. Um, I've seen videos of it, and oh. it's incredible. Like, oh. so it rotates 90 degrees, too. Oh, geez. So you can have it tall. And so the first thing that, like, when I see it like this with the curved, it looks like Pol Pot. Like the it shape does. of the slot machine. <laughs> of course you'd think it looks like Pol Pot. But it does. It does look like a slot machine like that. But so for reference, when it's sitting like this in this um, orientation where it's vertical, it's three 27-inch monitors stacked on top of each other. Jesus. So it has the same curvature as yours, so it, it's okay. a 1000R, 1000R meaning um, if it were a full circle uh, with like, you know, three, four of these put together, the radius of that circle would be a thousand centimeters, milli- centimeters, I guess. I'm not actually 100% sure, but that's where that measurement comes from. Um, this thing is huge, oh so it weighs God. like 120 pounds, something like that. Well, it would have to because even ours are heavy. Yeah, totally. So, you know, if anybody wants to look this up, seriously, look it up. It's super, super cool. It comes with this, like, special remote to the side that's got, like, this big dial. So you can, like, literally adjust the size of the screen you want. And it it comes with, um, I think it has four. Oh, my lord. uh, Yeah, four HDMI 2.1s. There's no display ports on it, but it does have four HDMI 2.1s, which is better than display port. Um Obviously, it comes with a remote, too, but this little side remote is killer, so you can adjust the size of the screen. You can have multiple things hooked into it. You can treat it like a TV, almost. Um, and, God, it looks so cool. And so the videos I watch on, on like, YouTube and stuff of it, like, like they show this dude here in this picture. He's, like, oh streaming. Lord. So he's got the game on the bottom. He's got, like, his chat above it. And then I don't know what's on, on top. He's got, like, a, a, a guide to the game or whatever. And, like... I want this so bad. 
what, what is there a price point on it yet? I'm scared. Okay, so to I ask. guess you don't. Okay, I'm trying to. Oh, uh, well, I'm. It, oh. it actually shows on there, but um, yeah. So how much would you? Uh, well, I guess you saw it, but how much would you pay for something like that? Well, I'm trying to think what mine was. Like, I feel like it's like mine fourteen hundred bucks. Yeah, or something. I think like fifty. I feel like it was fifteen to sixteen once it was all said and done, which totally worth it for this thing so it'd be hard to i mean in my mind i'd be looking like okay it's bigger it's newer it has all these other things i'd probably be in like the 25 26 range because it's like okay. another it's a another thousand dollars so right so it is a hdr 10 plus certified um it has Jesus. i don't know how much you know about like brightness and stuff but it does have 2000 nit brightness which is like really 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 bright it can go um and my first thought too when i thought that when i saw this i was like man could you imagine playing phasmophobia on this thing and how immersive that would be um it looks awesome like and truthfully it does i it's out of my price range but it's thirty five hundred dollars Which is crazy. Like, that's way more than a TV, than a 55-inch TV. Now, there are some TVs, like, I think the the top-of-the-line Samsung's around $2,500, for, like, a 75-inch TV. So, obviously, a TV doesn't have 165 hertz refresh rate. A TV doesn't have, you know, one millisecond response time. It's not Mm -mm. curved like this, like... There's a difference. And it, it does in the back of it. It's got like four or six speakers built in, so it can do Dolby Atmos. Um, it's really cool. But yeah, 3500 bucks. Ugh. You see, I was going to say, maybe like 3000 would maybe, maybe consider. But even then, like, dang, that's for a monitor. I mean, it's a sweet I mean, monitor. And I love my monitor. But that's... They say the optimal viewing angle... You're supposed to sit 80 centimeters away from it. So I'm like trying to visualize this on my desk I, here. I don't know. What is You see, I have to put it in inches because I don't know anything. It's like 30 inches, I think. Ooh. So, I mean, I'm trying to, I don't have like a tape measure here, but like that's about like where mine sits right now. Same. Um, so, I don't know. If I win some money or something, I might Pol buy Pot. Pull Pot. Maybe the yeah, pull pot gods know. will be good to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hit that jackpot and I'll just blow it all on this. Giant. I just, it, the fact that it turns vertical is. It's wild. It's, but now you look at that, like this pic, not that I have it up anymore, but there's like a picture of a guy looking at it and like, it looks painful almost. Like, cause he's sitting like this with his like neck cranked and he's like looking up and it's like, you know, it looks bad. Yeah. But, you wouldn't want to have to stare at the top the whole time. No. But I just, oh, yeah, phasmophobia on that. Because I play phasmophobia with the widescreen, and right. it is it is crazy. So then to even make it more crazy. <laughs> it would be it sweet. Would, it would be insane. Yeah. So, I don't know. Next time you come over, I just might have one of these. Perfect. I like so, that. Just saying. Mm-hmm. But the only problem is I don't have a computer that can run it. I don't think my... 2070 super is going to be able to push 4k 165 frames a second so it would look good for youtube i guess yeah it would i'm gonna say yeah your little guy would be trying real hard to keep up with all of that yeah yeah Yeah. um nice okay uh moving on here we're talking about spiders you talked about shelob 
Uh, we'll talk Lord of the Rings for a second. Uh, we're like uh, two weeks away, basically, at this point mm-hmm. from uh, Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power on Amazon coming out. It comes out September 2nd, which I've learned is uh, also the anniversary of J.R.R. Tolkien's death. Oh. So that's cool. Alrighty um, then. So they're going to come out, it sounds like, with two episodes that first day for that weekend. And then it sounds like one at a time after that. Mm-hmm. Um, Robert and I have talked about this a little bit. And, you know, we've talked about trying to stay away from rumors and what stuff's going to be about. Yeah. And, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like we do for the the um, uh, Star Wars shows and that kind of stuff. We just, we don't really want to see it, you know. Because we want to go in with like a fresh mind, but I did kind of finally this week, I started doing research and I kind of went down the rabbit hole on this show and at least for me, don't get me wrong, I'm going to watch the show, but I have no interest in this show and I'll, it's not going to be a good show. So I made you watch the, uh, the trailer Mm -hmm. and I guess I don't need like specifics or anything, but what were your thoughts on it. Well, I mean, and I'm sort of like you have tried to stay out of some of the rumors, but it's been hard because mm-hmm. there's just so much about it. I, I just, and you know more about Lord of the Rings, much mm-hmm. more with the backstory and everything else from what I do. Like, I'm still trying to, I've only gotten like one chapter into the, <laughs> I can't even say the word. that the Silmarillion? So, yep, yep, that yep. one. Um, and I just... I'm concerned that it won't be an accurate representation of everything that was mm-hmm. going on mm-hmm. because it is a very intricate story. And I feel like, I mean, there's obviously issues with characters as they've been cast, which I won't go into, but it's, sure. it's, it just, they're going to Hollywood it. Yeah. And I don't know, like, I'm going to like, it's sort of like, yeah, I'm going to watch it, but I don't have super high hopes for the accuracy or the detail that would be necessary. And the other difficult thing is like, the Lord of the Rings trilogy is such a powerhouse of a series mm-hmm. that then to make this is insulting. I don't know if that's the right the Yeah, that, right that would be a, a, good, a good thing. To, it's insulting certainly to uh, Tolkien. And I'm not going to go mm-hmm. too far in a rant here just because it is it really worth my time. But uh, I will read you a quote from Peter Jackson. And this is about what he said when he was making... The Lord of the Rings movies. He said, quote, We made a promise to ourselves at the beginning of this process that we weren't going to put any of our own politics, our own messages, or our own themes into these movies. In a way, we were trying to make these films for him, meaning Tolkien, and not ourselves. Right? And -hmm. you could say they did a pretty good job. Now, they did change some stuff. You know, they took, with, you know, Arwen, that kind of stuff, they took, Glorfindel's kind of big moment away from him, that kind of stuff, but whatever. They took out the Tom Bombadil, which I get, like, it kind of stops it dead in the track. They got rid of, um, you know, the scouring of the Shire at the end of the the Return of the King and stuff, but it's a lot to fit in three movies. Um, Yeah, they made edits, They did a pretty good job. mm -hmm. They made reasonable edits. Right. They made it to where it is... um, well, you know what it's like reading the books. There's parts where oh, it's yeah. just, you know, it's a little bit of old English in a way, and it's kind of like, uh, you know, and where lots they made of it like singing, <laughs> right? 
like and that's the part i always forget when i'm reading the books like you know you watch the movies and you're like these are awesome and then you read the books and you're like boy there is a lot of singing in here for like four (laughs) pages yeah it's (laughs) pretty constant (laughs) right and especially with the elves and that kind of stuff so Mm -hmm. um obviously like you know this robert knows this the podcast probably knows this like those are my favorite movies of all time i could watch them anytime like they're the best um and the books are pretty much my favorite too i go back and forth like i like harry potter too but really like if there's like if i could read like one chapter of a book for the rest of my life like we had this conversation about like one song for the rest of our life or whatever like the chapter many partings in return of the king which is like the second or third to last chapter is like my favorite chapter of a book in any book in the world like i love it it's just the best um anyway back on topic here uh this is what the show runners will call them for um rings of power said about writing for the you know writing the script that mm-hmm. kind of said they said <clears throat> quote it felt only natural to us that an adaptation of the author's work would reflect what the world actually looks like. So they're, it's not really an adaptation. It's an mm-hmm. inspiration because they're, most of the stuff they're making up is uh, made up because Amazon doesn't have rights to basically anything except for the Lord of the Rings books and the Hobbit book, right? They don't have any other rights so they can't pull off of the Silmarillion anything which is all in the second age where this takes place so they're going off of what you know they basically have like the appendix in um, uh, that makes sense the back of the book that's what they can go off of and I don't get me wrong there's a lot of information in here but they don't even follow what's in here from what you can see in there and, and mm-hmm. anyway it's very upsetting to me because it's basically all just like made up, but they're like trying to push it as like, yeah, this is all off of his work when it's really pretty much fake and the stuff with Galadriel isn't anything she did in the books. Um, also, her that. husband is, and this is what I've read and it, it's how it goes. He's dead somehow. And also Galadriel's meeting with... Um, Characters she's never met with, then characters that aren't even around at the time she's meeting with them. Hmm. So they're, you know, changing people's lives. They're also putting uh, hobbits in the show. And they're, well, they're saying, oh, they're Harfoots. But yeah. Harfoot is a, not a species, but like it would be like a race of hobbit, right? Mm-hmm. So there are no hobbits in the second age. But they're going to put them in this stupid show, you know? So there's a lot of stuff in this that, that like, the more... Because I truly did try and stay away from it. And this is all stuff I would have realized when I watched the show. And now that I'm seeing it, I'm like, motherfucker, you know? So <laughs> I am... Uh, that's what I've been, like, binging on recently is, like, reading stuff and... Yeah. So basically, the appendix, in case you're wondering... I have it in front of me here. The appendix in the back at the end of Return of the King is... It's like a hundred and... 130 pages right and mm-hmm. it's 130 pages and the lord of the rings series is 1100 pages in total so they have like 100 pages Ten. to make a whole show yeah. off of and they plan to have 
over 50 hours of a TV show based on it. So there's a lot of uh, made-up stuff. And you know they're going to push their politics in it based on what they said. You look into the people who are working on the show. The two guys who are the showrunners have literally done nothing before this. They have like one credit in Star Trek or something like that. So they're basically new people and they suck. And uh, Mm. I don't know. And, you know, again, the trailers, they look okay to me. The one that's out there, they only have one trailer out. They have some teasers. I don't think it. I don't think it looks anything like outstanding like i don't you know I think no. this is a huge budget tv show and like you see the costumes and some of the stuff it, to me it it looks a little cheesy and a little too similar to the hobbit in a way the cinematography and stuff so yeah did you pick yeah, up on that too yeah i did i was gonna say it doesn't have the i guess what you could say the original detail and mm-hmm. you know time put into the original trilogy um series or whatever so Mm -hmm. it yeah i i don't know i'll probably watch the first episode or two and then i'll likely get annoyed with it because i mean for me the second i saw that it was amazon making it however long ago i was just like years "Mm, ago now no i i don't know know. and it is just hard because like in that trailer they do specifically say like based on the works of you know everything else it's like people are gonna think this is what it is and it's yeah, they're just they're stupid. they're making it up basically, and <laughs> they're gonna make it. You know, they. Well, I won't get into details, but they're they're not gonna make it. Yeah, it, it's their own thing, and they're gonna put their own politics in, it, and they're gonna do that kind of stuff with it. And you know, you know, it, it is what it is. I mean, I think there's a lot of stuff on TV shows and that kind of stuff nowadays where it's like people can't. You know, people can't watch a show and identify, like, a human trait with another human. They have to, like, look and visually see how somebody looks to be able to, like, identify with them, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, does That's that make sense? Point. Like, it is. I, like, you don't you don't go off of personalities or actions or anything else. It's, do they right. look like me? Right. That person looks like me. Oh, that person's just like me. Like, no. Like, there's no, like, trait. It's, like, shallow to me. Like, mm-hmm. there's no... Oh, I can identify with Frodo for this, this, and this, and this. It's, wow, I can identify with Frodo because his hair looks like mine. You see, I can identify with Frodo because he's short like me. Like, right, and he's got like, hairy feet just like you. So. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, and, and some of the stuff you see, too, like people make a big stink about the, uh, the dwarf uh, wife who doesn't have a beard. When it is stated in there that he, he they do have beards. They also did show that in the Hobbit movies. There's like a little clip where they're showing a dwarf city or town or whatever. And you do see a dwarf wife with a beard. They have beards. That how, that's how it is. Elves always have long hair. And they look very um, ethereal, right? Mm-hmm. Well, in these previews, they show these people... And that one elf, who I think is supposed to be the guy who actually makes the elf rings, he looks like a weird old man. Yes. And he has short hair. Elves do not have short hair. Why do they have short hair? I don't know. It it definitely, like, I, yeah. So when I sort of thought the same thing when they were showing the elves, because in the whole Lord of the Rings, you know, it... They are. They're like very. I don't want to say pretty, but they are. They're pretty yeah, and flawless and this. And then these ones, you're like, Ew. okay, right. well, they're they all rough some... looking except for Gladriel. <laughs> all the guys are just sort of like, ooh, ooh, ooh gosh, golly. 
What happened to well, you? Well, you think you think with politics they'd be okay with a wife dwarf having a beard because sure, right? But no, 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 none of that. Yeah. They all have to be different. I don't. Yeah, I. So I probably haven't paid as much attention as you because I've kind of I've I've given up on it before it even came out. But now I did that well I know, for a few years. But yeah, I'm screwed now. <laughs> now you can just and, let the rage build. <laughs> yeah, and I need to take a break from it. I mean, we got a couple weeks. I'm just gonna let it go for a while and then you know obviously robert and i and our friend nina we're probably gonna all watch them all together and you know we'll talk about it on the podcast but i'm just like at that point where i'm like i'm gonna hate this no matter what Mm -hmm. and it's like heartbreaking to me because it's like there's huge potential right and they're just like shitting all over it yeah it's like they just kind of wiping their ass with it Mm -hmm. yeah so it is what it is and that's my take on it and I've been stewing on it all week, so I appreciate you listening to my rant. <laughs> yes, yes, between so. that and just think about Pol Pot and it will Pol soothe Pot. you. Yes, Pol Pot. <laughs> or give you anxiety, uh, one of the two. I don't know what it'll do. <laughs> <laughs> give you nightmares. Yeah, well, probably that too. You just, um, you need to have a combined nightmare where there's Pol Pot and you're trying to win, but the ghosts it, from Phasmophobia are trying it, to murder you. <laughs> and a spider probably too. <laughs> she lob. She loves yep. playing this machine next to me. Yes, the carcass. <laughs> there you go. That's going to be so. your dreams. That's what you need. <laughs> nice. Well, you got anything else? I don't think so. I'm just No, nothing tech related, yeah. no video game news, no nothing. No, nothing. Yeah, I don't either. It's all it's all been phasmophobia and pole pot. Thank you summer. Thank you summarize. So. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Uh Robert does the intro or exit, and so, uh, yeah. Hey, we're gonna do it next week.